This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by The Nature Publishing Group. It's the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. There's little treatment today for a genetic condition known as Smith-Lemley-Opitz syndrome, or SLOS. The genetic condition causes a defect in the pathway that produces cholesterol, and the phenotype of the disease ranges from mild to severe. On the severe end, patients may suffer from heart defects, brain defects, limb malformation, and it can even be lethal. In mild cases, patients have minor physical changes, such as fused second and third toes and a distinctive facial appearance. Severely affected individuals often have behavioral and cognitive problems. These can still be present but less severe in those who are mildly affected. The current recommended treatment involves dietary supplementation of cholesterol. But, says Forbes D. Porter, senior investigator at the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development, that doesn't entirely work. So it partially works. It doesn't solve the problem. And by that, the cholesterol that we eat, or our dietary cholesterol, will get to peripheral organs. Some of the evidence suggests that dietary cholesterol supplementation uh, makes these kids healthier. However, dietary cholesterol doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. The brain is on its own with respect to its cholesterol supply. It has to make its own. And thus, the dietary cholesterol doesn't uh, really address the issues of behavior and cognitive impairment. And that's one of the reasons why we've looked for additional therapies. In a recent paper in the journal Genetics and Medicine, Porter and his colleagues tested the cholesterol drug simvastatin. This may seem counterintuitive because the usual effect of simvastatin is that it reduces cholesterol. But one side effect is that it also upregulates the enzyme that isn't properly functioning in patients with SLOS. The initial rationale was that in smith leopitz syndrome, because you have this block in the conversion of 7-dehydrocholesterol to cholesterol, that one, there's a deficiency of cholesterol, but also an accumulation of 7-dehydrocholesterol. And the 7-dehydrocholesterol and abnormal metabolites of 7-dehydrocholesterol uh, likely have toxic effects. So the initial rationale was that you could put simvastatin together with dietary cholesterol supplementation to try to increase cholesterol levels, but at the same time decrease potential toxic effects due to 7-dehydrocholesterol. They also theorized that the drug would cross the blood-brain barrier. The team tested the drug on patients with mild symptoms because they are thought to still have an enzyme with some residual function. 23 patients enrolled in the study, and 18 completed it. Each patient spent one year on a drug or a placebo, followed by a two-month washout period, and then another year on the reverse, either a placebo or the drug. This is the first placebo-controlled trial for simvastatin for SLOS. And we found, uh, as we predicted or hypothesized, that simvastatin decreased the ratio of 7-dehydrocholesterol or the dehydrocholesterols to total sterols, thus decreasing the amount of the toxic metabolites present. That's a good thing. That's what we wanted to do. Uh, we also looked at cerebral spinal fluid, since our interest is in trying to impact sterile metabolism in the central nervous system. And we found a trend towards decreased 70-hydrocholesterol uh, levels. So biochemically, we achieved what we 
were intending to do, but most interesting is on one of our secondary outcome measures, which was focused on behavior, we found that there was a decrease in the irritability subscore or improvement in the patients when they were on simvastatin compared to the same patients when they were on placebo. There are a number of caveats and limitations to the study, including the fact that while the behavioral improvements were statistically significant, they were not noted by a clinician who was part of the study. Still, says Dr. Porter, the fact that there were changes in the cholesterol levels, as well as statistically significant changes in behavior, offers hope for the future. The overall takeaway is that we have a proof of principle that we might be able to help these kids. Many people look at this disorder as a congenital disorder where the damage is done at birth. That's true with respect to many of the malformations, but I think especially in the mouter kids, there's probably a functional problem due to the abnormal biochemistry. And I think the study indicates that if we're able to modulate that biochemistry and figure out a way to do it, um, we might actually be able to help these kids uh, with respect to their behavior and potentially with their cognitive ability. He says that they were basically taking advantage of a side effect of simvastatin, but now researchers can be more deliberate about drug choices for future studies. Now with the proof of principle, it can provide the impetus to go look for a drug that does exactly what we want it to do in terms of upregulating the expression or the activity of these uh, mutant enzymes that are present. Genetics and Medicine is the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by the Nature Publishing Group. I'm Cynthia Graber.